Welcome to the Friends of a Feather podcast. I am your host, Ren Robbins, and I'm excited that you're here. This is the place where you will feel encouraged as I share my friends' God stories with you. Whether you are on your commute to work, folding the laundry, or taking me along with you on your walk, I pray that you will feel seen by God and will be spurred on to honor Him with the gifts and talents that He has given you. This is episode 151 with my friends and first couple ever on the podcast, Chris and Jamie Bailey. Chris and Jamie are parents to three daughters. They have two sons in love. They are grandparents. They are Christian counselors and marriage coaches, authors, and now podcasters. Y'all, Chris and Jamie are super de-duper fun, and today they are sharing their story of how God transformed their lives. You will hear a part of Jamie's story of unhappiness as a child, getting pregnant as a teenager, and then finding herself in an abusive marriage which led to divorce. You will hear how Chris and Jamie met, how they have been through moves, loss, struggles with their own health, and the normal everyday challenge that life brings. But the most important thing that you will hear today is hope. The hope that comes through Jesus and that they are here to help us all enjoy the journey. And you better believe I asked them some marriage tips, so stick around for that too. All right, well, here we go. This is my conversation with Chris and Jamie Bailey. Well, welcome, Jamie and Chris, to the podcast. Hey, thanks Thank for having We're having a whole bunch of fun already because we have been over Zoom a long time, a, about a month ago, uh, for probably about six hours of the day. Yes. Good times. That was a great day. <laughs> Getting your podcast ready. But uh, I want to welcome you to the podcast and I have got to tell y'all something that just happened this morning. Like this is not planned. This is not in my notes. Um, so I was listening to your podcast, uh, last week. Yes. I think it was last week when you had a download, maybe it was two weeks ago. You had a download for sweet things to say to your husband. Okay. And so I went, of course, I downloaded it. I printed it. Well, the printer is in my husband's office and somehow (laughs) I had picked up the papers and he prints some, I print some. And so I just gathered them up, put them on his desk. And the paper at the bottom of it was your download. Sweet things <laughs> to say to your husband. And so then I get a text this morning and I had forgotten about it, you know, and I uh, got a text from him this morning saying, uh, showing, screenshotting it and saying, yes. <laughs> and so I said and I used one of the prompts that said uh something sweet and then I used it for him and then he sent me something back so I just wanted to share that with y'all that's That's great great. but that's a nice little cheat tip there just here here's the printout honey (laughs) oops well I actually meant it for me but Mm -hmm. he got it and it was like okay well there you go there it is this is my this is my cheat sheet baby (laughs) 
Yes, there you go. <laughs> That's awesome. That's great. So the value that y'all are bringing, not just in our ears, but also in our hands and in our marriages is huge. So oh, thank you for you. that. Mm -hmm. So uh, let's, let's go back. I want y'all to share with my listeners your, about yourself and then how y'all met. Because I don't know this story. So I want to know how you met. All right. Okay. Oh, it's, it's a big one. Okay. In a karaoke bar. <laughs> Yes. 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 Well, I mean, technically, it's a sports bar that did karaoke on Tuesdays. Yeah. And isn't that so us? That is so y'all. And did were you up on stage? I mean, I need to know. He was legit a belting out some Billy Joel. Okay, I can so, see that. Billy Joel. Yeah. yeah, and so that was it. Because he is—he's a singer. He's actually got some talent. Me? No, that's. I, I stay away from the microphones, except on a podcast, I suppose. But. Yeah. <laughs> there you go. Oh, my word. I did not know that about you. I love karaoke, so that makes sense. Okay, so tell me a little bit about your ministry and your family. All right. Okay. Well, you know, we we've have a, a private practice that we have been seeing people, you know, one-on-one, -on -one, seeing couples, and, and then decided, you know what? we're just not reaching enough people mm -hmm. fast enough. I mean, it's just, it's, I, I joke, you know, about the, you know, we're working ourselves out of a job and because we will that's never, the goal. yeah, that's the goal, but we, because we never will be able to. And so we decided, Hey, we need someone with a broader reach to try to get ahead of the curve. Um, you know, instead of fighting a firefighter or, or fire, forced fire with a squirt gun, right? you know, mm -hmm. something that has a broader reach. And so we decided to go with the expedition marriage um, as a way to do retreats, as a way to do um, teachings, and to start putting out encouragement, you know, in the forms of, you know, on, on social media, as well as on our website and blogs. Mm -hmm. And then we decided, hey, you know, we should do this, you know, podcast thing. Right, right. It's because really, we're all about casting that wider net. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because we, you know, we have good success with our private practice, and it's great, but it's one couple at a time. Mm -hmm. And it's just barely making a dent in the problem. And so we just desire to go wider and reach more people. And so that's what we kind of do as our, as our ministry. Mm -hmm. But aside from that, you know, we've been married for 26 years. We have three grown daughters, all girls. It's mm -hmm. a little expensive doing it that way. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, uh, yeah. And so they're all grown. Two of them are married and one of them is in, in medical school right now. Mm -hmm. And so that's, it's just been fun being mom and dad. And, and now we're, podcasters and marriage counselors and all of that fun stuff and, and even authors yes and authors that's right that's awesome okay so let's go back uh alicia your daughter told me a story she was telling me about her son and daughter and your grandkids. And she was telling me how her little girls is named Bailey. And I was like, Oh, that's so sweet because that is your maiden name. And she was like, actually um, it is, but let me tell you a little story about that. And so she told me that you, Chris adopted her when she was younger. So tell me a little bit about that. That is so precious. And I want to hear about it. Yeah, and that's always a fun part of our story there. We've been married for 26 years, and our daughters are 30, <laughs> you know, 24, 23. And so, you know, if you're good at math at all, they'll be 25 in December. Oh, okay. Yeah. That's just very 25. Yeah, no, no. That's okay. That's all right. And so what happened is I was, you know, one of those statistics, you know, coming from a broken home. Mm -hmm. um, I got married, you know, at a young age, but before that I was a pregnant teenager. 
you know, and I come from a pretty dysfunctional, you know, family with alcoholism and abuse and just pretty hostile environment. And so I kind of repeated the pattern, you know, and ended up marrying a man when I was 19 years old, um, which I don't recommend professionally. We do not recommend doing that. We're not ready. Does this exert against you? Yes. Yeah. And, you know, he was a man with an addiction and a man who was prone to violence. And so I found myself in a domestic violent situation and went through that for a couple of years and, and um, finally ended up leaving him. And, and so when I took, and it was all about Alicia. She was the one, the catalyst to completely change my life because I was willing to tolerate a lot, but I was never willing to allow my child to. Mm. And so when I saw him, what happened is my husband had become violent with our dog and something in me clicked and said, if he would do that to my dog, he would do that to my child. And that was it. That was the moment, like I first opportunity I had packed my stuff and got out and left. And crazy enough, Three weeks later, only three weeks is when I met this guy at that karaoke bar. Wow. I was not looking. I was just yeah. totally, no, not about that. And like, I, I believe when we met and started talking, one of the first things I said was, I have a daughter and she's my world, you know, and mm. like, that's it. Nice to meet you. I have a child and I will protect her to anything. Mm -hmm. And that was kind of it. And then we just started dating and the odds, like the Lord so being in this, we weren't believers. Oh yeah, we weren't believers. Neither of us were believers. Mm. And just the odds of this relationship, what we have here today working is crazy. And mm -hmm. so we ended up dating for two years. I went through divorce, actually um, went to court for my husband for domestic violence and sent him to prison for five years mm -hmm. because an incident had happened again when I went to retrieve all of my stuff. Mm -hmm. And so he was in prison and Chris enters in and was just there at the courtroom, you know, as my safe, secure person out there, I would look to when I'm testifying and all of that. And, you know, this is a man who had known me for months but was willing to be there, you know, like a steadfast rock. And, and so we dated for two years and Alicia was only a little over one. She was one and a half when we had met. And then when we got married, Alicia ended up being about, she was close to four. And that's when I actually had contacted my ex-husband and talked about signing the rights over Alicia never even knew him. And he, by the grace of God, mm -hmm. willingly said, he's like, that man could be a better father than I ever could. And so he signed over his rights and this guy right here became her, her daddy. And she's never known any different. She's never known, like since she was one and a half, this is her dad and he is the hero of her life and always has been. And so, I mean, he, he hmm. just gave her that gift, that initial gift of a father's love hmm. and just that desire to go, I want you. You know, I want you as my daughter. And that's so gospel centered, isn't it? Like <laughs> that's, that's a, so beautiful. That's what Alicia and I were talking about. And I said, Oh my goodness, what a wonderful picture that you can tell your daughter Bailey and your son about that. And so I love how gospel centered that is. And um and I can see you know how they say that things grow out of the darkest times, you know, like things can really, I mean, beauty from ashes. And so you right. see that, and I see how your ministry and your, your company about really formulating marriages. Do you think it goes back to the time where you were struggling? Oh, completely, completely. Mm -hmm. I am the biggest believer in hope. And hope was something I never had. I spent the first half of my life just feeling hopeless, you know, until this man entered in. 
And he was the first one without even knowing what he was doing. He was showing me Jesus. Mm. He was showing me the steadfastness, the faithfulness, the calm, patience. that love, the patience. Yes. Way to throw that in there. <laughs> <laughs> but it, it's true. Mm. Yeah. He began to treat me like nobody ever before in my life had treated me. Mm. You know, and so I went from that hopeless, hurting, broken woman to being fully healed, to finding Christ in our, in our relationship together. Mm -hmm. We became believers at 29 and just watching. I was not fun to be married to at all, mm. at all. I brought in all this luggage with me and he just let me unpack it. He helped me. He came alongside me and helped me un unpack all that. So I went from hopeless, from walking in the darkness and in hopelessness to walking in great abundant light. And because that had happened for me, I'm like, do y'all know that this is possible? <laughs> you know, I just want to shout that from the rooftops. I'm like, I don't care how distraught you are, how horrible you think your marriage is. There is hope. There is hope for every single situation. Mm -hmm. Doesn't mean you need to stay in all of them. Mm -hmm. And it doesn't mean God will heal them, but there is hope for redemption as well. You know, going back, I should have never stayed with a man who was abusive. You know, that's not okay. You know, and can they be fixed? Yes. If God wants you to, wants to do that, he absolutely can. Oh, yeah. But if he doesn't, it's okay to move on as well because there's redemption in that as well. And so there, there's just always hope, always hope. And that is what we want to share. Mm -hmm. So through all that, you know, just in everyday life, I love the hope that you bring to marriages and that you talk about how, you know, the hard times that you've gone through and then all the, you know, the everyday hard times that we all go through with, mm -hmm. um, you know, sicknesses and moves and, you know, uh, a loss of a baby that y'all went through and Chris's surgeries. So tell me, Chris, what was that like going through all that? And y'all say that y'all, I mean, that's some hard times. How did y'all get through all that? Sure. Well, I mean, one of the things that Jamie was saying, hope, but also, I mean, I, you know, from gotten from her, like I threw in patience, but you know, from her, I've gotten perseverance, mm. right. That, you know, to always be there and to, to push forward and to not ever give up. I mean, that steadfastness. And so, you know, when we, we, we've gone through those things, yeah, they, they've, life's going to hand you, we're in a sin scarred broken world. Life is going to hand us tribulation. We are going to experience it. Jesus had already guaranteed that for us. So it's now it's just, what are we going to do in those mm -hmm. situations? So certainly, you know, losing, you know, which was a, a unique situation because we had twins and um, lost one in utero. So we still had the other one just, you know, to uh, who was Taylor to, you know, to still be praying and pulling for. Um, and, and so there was a, a loss and, and grieving, but also, you know, hey, what do we hope. need to do? There's still hope mm -hmm. for that. Um, for my surgery, oh my goodness! All I could think of is 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 just making sure that everyone you know knows how much I love them because I know what was going to happen to me if I didn't make it. I, I was you know mm -hmm. I was okay with me. I wasn't okay with them being behind and and mm -hmm. and I think in every moment I had, I was telling people I loved them and and you know and and doing <laughs> yeah. the I love you you know hand mm -hmm. signal um, for that. But everybody was great as far as when I woke up, um, mm -hmm. you know, getting through that. But having a family, a church family support who was there. I mean, I, mm -hmm. I heard, hear stories of how many people were in the waiting room and just being able to, and bringing food for everybody mm -hmm. and Jamie able just to collapse in their arms, you know, when I was brought back and, you know, to just the second surgery. Yeah. Yeah. It was a routine surgery that went horrifically wrong in the aftercare process, which in, 
ended up with him in the ICU on a ventilator and all of this stuff. And it was really hard. And I think, you know, what Chris is talking about is like, we're going to have problems. Mm -hmm. That's not ever the issue. Mm -hmm. And just like in everyday marriages, there are going to be problems. It's not the problems. It's what we do with them. Absolutely. And so one thing we have learned to do along the way is we don't put on rose colored glasses. (laughs) You know, we, we look at things and it's like, okay, this situation really stinks this is hard, we're afraid, we're hurting, whatever the situation is. And then we move on in spite of that. Mm -hmm. Because we have a God who helps us do the hard. We have a God whose strength we can lean upon and borrow. We have a God who who anchors us down in his hope. Mm -hmm. And so we embrace the difficulty of it. We don't deny it, we don't sweep it under the rug. We don't try to say, well, it'll it'll be fine. It'll be okay, We, we don't ignore it we accept it and we allow each other to process our feelings in it and to feel hard things. And we, we checked in a lot with each other. Like, how are you doing through this? Well, you know what? I'm falling apart a little bit. Sometimes Jimmy would have to ask, okay, now how are you really feeling? Yes. You know, or how are you really doing? And you know, I I needed those little prompts sometimes Mm -hmm. uh, to, to help me, but that optimism and you know, most importantly, knowing that we can have joy despite the circumstances. Our circumstances mm-hmm. don't dictate the joy that we can have in Christ. Right. And that's in whatever we're going through. That's one of the thrusts too of our ministry mm-hmm. is the road's going to be bumpy. It's going to take you into different places that you didn't expect it going. Just kind of be prepared for that. But as Paul had said, in all of our circumstances and all of our trials, we can still find joy because we're in Christ. Right. And it's about being honest and allowing yourself to experience both. Mm -hmm. We Mm -hmm. run from pain. We run from hard. And I think through the years, you know, we have learned when hard and fear is chasing us, we stop, we turn around and go, okay, I see you. Come on in, do your thing, but you're going to have to battle with the Lord, Mm. you know? And so here's the joy that this heart is battling with, but there's room for both. Mm -hmm. And so we've never tried to dispel all the pain. We've just said, okay, you're here. I don't want you here, but indeed you have showed up unwelcome, (laughs) you know, but, but let's invite you in. You're not going to rule me. And so we've designed a life where we don't run from the hard. We know that our marriage can take it. We know that we can withstand it. Why? Because we have a history of that. Right. Because we've engaged in the hard and we've overcome. You know, we've lived in South Carolina about 17 years. And in 17 years, I've had like 13 surgeries, you know, and that illness and a car accident and all of these other things. And it's like, so you know what? If there's anything I know, it's we're resilient. (laughs) We are resilient. And none of that throws God off. Mm-hmm. And so mm-hmm. just withstand or standing steadfastly in your problems and knowing that they're not the end of you. Mm-mm. They're just blips along. They're just parts of the journey where you get thrown off in the ditch a little bit, but the Lord is always there with his mighty tow truck going, come on out. I got you. Mm-hmm. I got you. And sometimes it takes a little longer and other times it doesn't. And we just kind of roll with what life gives us anchored in the hope of Christ. Mm. That's so good. And I think that's what makes y'all so legit as, 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 um, counselors, because y'all have been through the hard, you know, you have gone through it and you, you know, that's what gives the hope so that know that y'all have been through it, but y'all can give hope to others, the hope that's in Jesus, but you can give practical hope through your podcast, through Instagram, through your book, uh, through your website, through your courses, 
of through your counseling. And so I want to ask you this because on Instagram, y'all are at expedition underscore marriage, and you talk about how you are fighters of marriages. Tell me a little bit about what y'all mean about that. Well, you know what? Sometimes when couples come to us, they've been going through the same patterns so over and over so much that they start feeling helpless and they start losing hope. And so if they're willing to come and risk having some hope to talk to us and to work with us, then we're willing to fight for them and to be on their side and try to give them our hope. Uh, so that way they can to hold on to right. So if 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 we if they can hold on to our hope and long enough, then God can start to breathe some hope back into that relationship. Mm-hmm. They can see a possible alternatives. They can see a light at the end of the tunnel that could result in them mm-hmm. having the marriage that God intended them to be. I mean, praise God that we have a, a God who is big on redemption Mm -hmm. he's and marriage is a big deal and so he wants to empower us to use have our marriages be joy-filled and be used as a witness Mm -hmm. yeah and so just like god will will sometimes say you know you need only be still Mm. i will fight for you Mm -hmm. we kind of a level down sometimes that's (laughs) what we do with couples just show up we know you're not sure you can win this battle we know you're hopeless and all of that we'll fight for you And so when couples can't find it in themselves to fight, we will do that fighting, you know, for them. And they can stand on our shoulders while we help lift them up in the process. Because we all know our marriages have an enemy. Oh, yeah. Our marriage and marriage and family, we are the foundation of society. Mm-hmm. We are a tool that God uses to show how he loves his bride, the church. Mm. So there is an enemy that attacks that. And so we have to stay engaged. We have to be actively fighting for this Mm -hmm. because we have an enemy who is relentless, who is fighting for the death, Mm -hmm. you know? And so we have to stand guard. And so that is something we have chosen to do with our lives is like to stand in the gap and fight for couples, to fight for ourselves. You know, we've learned how to do that. And so we've got an enemy and we got to fight him. Mm -hmm. We got to fight. And I mean, here's what the benefit is we win. We win. He will not succeed in this, but he can deceive us into thinking that he can. And so couples quit, couples give up, and we are in that sin-scarred world. Mm -hmm. And so we just stand in that gap and and keep on fighting. Yeah, we'd be fools to think that we don't have have an enemy, Mm -hmm. uh, you know, against that. Given that marriages are God's building blocks, as Jamie had said, to society, you know, to Mm -hmm. think that the enemy is not trying to break that apart as one mm-hmm. of the main tactics would just be, you know, foolish, foolish or, mm-hmm. you know, ignorant. Mm-hmm. Um, one of our driving verses is John 10, 10, uh, the, the thief comes to kill, steal and destroy. Mm-hmm. And, but Jesus says that I've come that you may have life and have it abundantly. Mm-hmm. Mm. Yeah. So as much as it's up to us, we're not going to let the enemy come steal, kill and destroy marriages. Mm. Preach. So tell me some of the ways that y'all do that. What are some tools that you give, us uh for that oh we've we've got quite a few one we do the one-on-one counseling Mm -hmm. you know for couples who are really hurting you know we will enter in professionally as counselors and and help with real tools and and heal what's been broken you know like in the case Mm -hmm. of myself i came from a long line of pain 
I needed to deal with that baggage. I needed to unpack that so I could have a clean slate to move forward and to build upon. We help with that if that's mm -hmm. what's needed. We also provide like online courses. We just wrapped up a six week course, a deeper connection and communication course, which we'll be launching again in the new year where we do groups because we, we grow from each other's stories. Oh yeah. We are big believers in that. You know, I mean, God uses our meeting together as encouragement for other, and uplifting other believers. Other. Yeah. Right. And so we do a lot of group things Then we have, you know, thanks to you, we have our podcast, <laughs> which hopefully, I mean, and on that, we keep it short and sweet. They're like 15 minutes and under here are some practical tips. Here is God's word. Here's what it looks like in your marriage. Mm -hmm. And on occasion, like you said, you know, those downloads or freebies here, here, we talk about it. And now here, go put it into action. Go hand this print out to your husband. Don't do that by accident. We provide very practical tips and resources and the same mm -hmm. thing with our social media platforms. You know, and now mm -hmm. our most recent is our book that yeah. it, it launched, you know, it's going to launch on November 10th. And well, it's the, in the pre-order now on Amazon. Yeah, And they, the Kindles came out today. Kindles came out today. Mm -hmm. Today's the 20th. Um, mm -hmm. And so November 10th, the paperback will be available. And I think on the 10th, the audio book will mm -hmm. be available as well, which we didn't know that. That was a surprise. So it was yeah, like, wow. it's a surprise. We're on audio. <laughs> Yay! That, that, like that's a, a couple's devotional book and that design mm -hmm. in that is couples are so disconnected. Mm -hmm. They're so disconnected. They're just two ships passing in the night. They're they're running their home like a business and they've become more business partners than they have become husband and wife anymore. Mm -hmm. And so our book brings them together and here's the truth of God's mm -hmm. word. Here's a story of application for it. Here are discussion questions. So you can actually talk about and, what this looks like. Yeah, and a prayer for those who aren't comfortable praying together. Mm -hmm. Couples who pray together daily have a 99% yeah. um, success, success rate. rate. I heard that on your last podcast. I was yeah. shocked. Yes. Yeah. So. And so that's included in that. And so that's got a weekly devotion you go through every mm -hmm. week. It's not this high stress, every kind of like the podcast, <laughs> quick bit, quick bites, yep. you know, and the yep. book is designed the same way. Stretch this out over a week, have these conversations, answer these questions, mm -hmm. apply scripture, in your life and just every day, every weekly devotion, it just breathes a little bit of hope. It, it breeds truth and it gives practical application. Yeah. And so that's what we want to do. It's a newlywed couples devotional is the title. And we're saying it's for newlyweds and newlywed wannabes. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Which is me. <laughs> I mean, I pre-ordered it because I love the fact that you said it's 52 devotionals. So it's one per week. It's not one a day. It's right. not where we feel like we're getting behind. It's right. one per week that you can read the whole week. And I and you love that. Yeah. You can have time to apply it over yes. that week. Mm -hmm. Yes. Okay. So tell me this. If you could leave our listeners with one bit of practical advice about marriage, besides, hey, go listen to their podcast because y'all need to. <laughs> it's so good. Um, but if you could leave them with anything, what would you say? Don't sweep things under the rug. Yeah. Deal with the problems when they come up. Mm -hmm. The average couple will deal with an unhappy, disconnected marriage for six years before they get help. This is a common thing that couples do. When problems come up, if you are disconnected, if you're not communicating, if you are unhappy, not that happiness is the primary mm -hmm. goal, but if you're unhappy, if you're not, you know, if you're stuck in conflict, 
deal with the issues, get the help that you need, find a resource, whether it's picking up a book or seeking professional counseling, mm -hmm. do not let things go unresolved. If there's a problem, don't get hopeless, don't get distracted and think it can't be fixed. Deal with the problem. Yeah, and don't assume that it's just gonna go away on its own or somehow work mm -hmm. itself out. We have to be intentional in our marriages. Mm -hmm. it, it, it requires right. an intentional attention, intentionality. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> That's um, great. It, on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. Right. Mm -hmm. And that's where, you know, even with the 52 week, um, 52 devotions, the weekly thing, I mean, we encourage a weekly check in at least, mm -hmm. you know, just to see yeah. where each other is at yeah. and not just assume that, you know, everything's fine unless we hear differently. Right. Mm -hmm. Right. So deal with the stuff, check in, ask, how are you doing this week? Mm -hmm. You know, how are you feeling? How can I help you this week? So those mm -hmm. weekly check ins are great, but really just deal with the problems deal with them it's not the problem it's what you do with them mm. that's always going to be the the big thing that you need to remember right and jamie drops the mic <laughs> <laughs> okay so thank you so much where can people find you and then i'm going to ask you my eat read love really fast so where can okay. people find you they can find us on expeditionmarriage.org online and that's got a link dot yeah, org yes dot org that's got a link to our podcast to us on pinterest instagram and facebook we're all over the place mm -hmm. and so expeditionmarriage.org yeah and our book is on there as well mm -hmm. uh, you know instagram you know expedition underscore marriage and um you know we could you can email us as well mm -hmm. i guess if, you know we yeah. got links from that go to the website it's all there perfect Okay, so really fast. Y'all know how I love to eat and snack. I know Jamie does. Um, tell me what y'all are eating, what are you reading, and what you're loving. It could be together or separate, whatever you want to do. Okay. I'm eating anything covered in chocolate. <laughs> that is just those little, there's little chocolate-covered pomegranates that are so good. Yes, you can buy them at Sam's Club in a bag or Target. Um, chocolate-covered almonds, dark chocolate yes. almonds. So if you cover mm -hmm. it in chocolate, I'm going to eat it. I'm going to eat it. <laughs> Uh, me, you know what? I've got a hankering for um, Greek. There's just a little Greek restaurant. Hankering. <laughs> uh, there's a little Greek restaurant. Love to go there at least once a week. Mm -hmm. um, and I get the gyro. Uh, yeah. It's just wonderful. Yeah. Hey. Yep. yep. All right. What and are you reading? Reading. I have a book by Danny Silk called Keep Your Love On, which is a really good practical application book as well. And then fictional, fictional reading. I'm reading, actually, it's a friend who wrote a Don Clingy Palmer Girl. It's historical fiction. Didn't know I liked it until I started picking up her books. And so that's my fun read. <laughs> awesome. well, I'm, I'm actually reading The Four Habits of Joy-Filled Marriages. <laughs> it's a book by uh, Mark Warner and Chris Corsi. And so, yeah, so surprised that I'm reading a book about joy-filled marriages. <laughs> Love it. And it just talks about the infinite resource that our brain has for joy. Yeah. Mm. Okay. What are y'all loving? Oh, if you watch us on Instagram at all, you're going to know the answer is bike riding. So that is our thing. We love getting outside, mm -hmm. riding bikes, exploring new places, and, and convertible rides. Oh, yeah, definitely the convertible like, rides. Especially mm. this is the time. This is the weather for it. And so yeah. get us outside. Let the breeze blow our hair. Ride our bikes and just exploring. We are, we are adventurous like mm -hmm. that in nature. So we love, we love getting outside. That's it. I love, <laughs> love exploring it. as long as it's flat. Yes. Yeah. yeah. There you go. There you go. <laughs> We're not a fan of the hills. We've turned our bikes around a few times. 
Well, and with expedition marriage, y'all say that it take time to enjoy the journey and you truly do enjoy your marriage journey together. And I, we see that and it gives us hope and encouragement as well. So thank y'all for being you. Yes. Thank you for having us here. It was great. Thanks guys. Wow. They gave us so much to think about and to put into practice in our marriages. Thanks so much for joining me for this conversation with Chris and Jamie Bailey from Expedition Marriage. Go check out their podcast. Go check out their Instagram, their book coming out, all the things. And you may remember us talking about their daughter, Alicia, at the beginning of the episode. Well, her name might have been a little familiar to you, and that's because I had her on the podcast on episode 149. I spoke with Alicia about rest, about contentment, and about time blocking, so go check that one out as well. Remember, you can always find all the show notes of more quotes that they said in the episode and where you can find them and what they're eating, reading, and loving at the show notes at renrobbins.com slash podcast. You can see all of the recent podcast episodes there. And one more thing, would you do me a favor? Would you consider sharing this episode with a friend, maybe somebody that is married that wants to have encouragement in their marriage? That would be awesome. And thank you for listening each and every week. I am so very grateful for you. And remember, we're all friends of a feather, so let's stick together. Have a great week and I'll see you next time. Bye friend.